Mm-hmm. Hello, everybody. Drasco here from 10knorm.com, where my main focus is to help guide heart-centered entrepreneurs under 10K months to transcend all of the blind spots that keep them from thinking, feeling, acting, and authentically marketing so they can normalize their own version of 10K months. And on today's episode, we have another Real Talk segment where I bring in a heart-centered entrepreneur on their way towards their 10K norm. And we have some real talk about what's currently their biggest challenge towards their 10K norm. And in that conversation, we're going to explore who they are, why they do what they do. And then live on the call, I get to help them get out of their own way on a challenge that they're currently facing towards experiencing their 10K norm. And on the show today, we have Tanya Akeem, who is a holistic health coach, uh, also a mom of two beautiful girls and uh Her main purpose is to basically help women overcome the health struggles uh, using natural medicine and a lot of holistic approaches. And Tanya is definitely somebody who practices what she preaches. She walks her own talk as far as practicing yoga, eating very cleanly, uh, practicing her own energy healing. I think yeah, she's a Reiki practitioner as well. Uh, cooking and creating healthy recipes and uh, just overall uh, diving into her own spirituality and personal development. So right up the alley of uh, everything 10K Norm is about. So Tanya, appreciate you being here and uh, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you, Jasko. Thanks so much for having me. My pleasure. So I would love to kind of dive a little bit deeper into who you are. Um, especially given that you're coming from the health space and just for a little bit of context for you and some of the other listeners who may be new, like my background is I owned a brick and mortar weight loss center for 10 years. So, you know, lifestyle Mm -hmm. and diet and nutrition is something uh, I spent quite a lot of time helping other people do. So I'd love to know how you got into that and, uh, you know, any relevant background for your story. Yeah, sure. So um, for me, I've always been into kind of the natural way of doing things, but that's not to say that my journey started, you know, as clean as possible. No, it was um, far from that actually, but, (laughs) but, you know, I always gravitated towards, you know, naturally kind of doing things if I could. And so, um, yeah, I guess after my first daughter was born, um, I started, you know, really looking at what I was eating and, mainly in the form of packaged foods and you know how there's numbers and words that you have no idea what they mean and so I was eliminating that from my diet um, as well as like beauty and bath products that had chemicals in it so I was really just getting into the non-toxic life and um, after a while of doing that you know that does come with overwhelm and all that kind of stuff so you know once I settled down with that and knew what I was doing Um, I guess I felt ready to take things a step further. And I was really wondering why um, people were turning to veganism. That kind of just made me really curious. And so I I literally typed into Google, um, why is everyone turning vegan? (laughs) And, um, yeah, you know, I started um, really researching into it and looking things up and, um, you know, the animal welfare piece and, you know, um, the the health benefits and all that kind of stuff. And yeah, I just became curious every day about it. And, um, and then 
one night I was cooking some lamb in like a sauce and I went to sit down and eat it. And um, I don't know if you know this episode from The Simpsons where um, Lisa turns vegetarian. And uh, vaguely, I, I feel like, yeah. like I'm getting like flashbacks. <laughs> like if it's an old yeah. episode, but I don't know if it's the right one, but yeah, break it down for us by all means. Yeah, so she, she turns vegetarian and um, she sees this, you know, like little lamb on her plate replacing the lamb, you know, <laughs> like a piece of lamb. And, um, and yeah, she's, you know, I think the lamb talks to her or something. But yeah, I think it was more like, was, like you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> I what, know what you're talking about now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so that was me. I just, I looked down at my plate and there's this little animal there and I was like, okay, I guess um, I'm doing this now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, from then on my journey started and, you know, I thought, okay, I'll give myself a one-week challenge and then one week turned to two and then so on and so on. And um, after about a month um, of, you know, initial discomforts from changing my diet so drastically, um, I, I began to see some health benefits like my skin clearing up and my bloating got less and um, what else? Um, yeah, there were so many other um so many other, oh, my, um, my period started to become less painful um, and less heavy um, and my energy, that was another big one, my energy um, increased. So um, I was very sceptical about these health benefits when I had read about them. You know, sometimes you kind of just think, oh, it's other people are the lucky ones and they get to have that stuff, but I don't. And so I was a bit like that. But then, yeah, I started to notice that for myself and that was incredible. And so, um, yeah, seeing these health benefits and seeing that what you ate actually mattered, you know, again, I started diving even deeper into nutrition and food as medicine and um, all different types of healing, as well as um, not just from diet and nutrition, but also, um, you know, personal development and spirituality. And I really just started to gather all this information and um, use it to heal myself. And, um, and, you know, yeah, I would devour book after book from the library and listen to podcasts on health and wellness. And, and then, um, yeah, one day uh, a natural doctor that I was following at the time and that I really resonated with came out with a, a coaching certification. And, yeah, at the time I didn't know whether health coaching was for me, but I knew that I just had this desire and this hunger just for more information and so I went for it and, um, yeah, loved it. And now this is what I do. I'm, I'm still building up my, um, you know, repertoire of, um, of things like, you know, I've just become a Reiki practitioner. So I'm so happy to introduce that modality into healing clients as well and myself. Um, and, yeah, I can't wait to see what else I add to that. So, yeah. Love it. So it's like a growing collection of uh, skills and, you know, modalities that you have to actually help people. And it seems like it's all bred from and birthed from this kind of innate, uh, I think it's also like exploration of how do I better myself, but also how can I better others? Like, could that be accurate? Awesome. So yeah, that's right. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, sorry, go ahead. I think there was a little bit of a gap. Oh, that's right. I was just going to say, I, I feel like most of the time it does always start with you and then you know once you feel um 
you know, you reach a certain level, then you can give, you know, but first you need to give to yourself before you can give to others. And, yeah. Absolutely. And I love that sentiment of like when your own cup is overflowing, it's a lot easier to pour, you know, into somebody else's. Um, exactly. Yeah. Very much goes in line with like health and, and all of those pieces. So I 100% resonate and it is uh, absolutely true. And what I would be curious to know is, and how did you, like, did you just get into Reiki to add to the repertoire of things that you have, or was that uh, also kind of birth from something? Yeah, I've had Reiki sessions in the past. Um, and I always found it fascinating because it's energy healing and it's a bit woo-woo and it's a bit like, is this for real? And, but, you know, after my first experience with it, um, yeah, the, the lady, she didn't even do hands-on Reiki. She was kind of across the room. And I remember thinking, oh, this is so silly. Why am I here? <laughs> Being really close-minded. And then I finished the session and it was like just this load just lifted off me and I had this bounce in my step and, you know, I felt it. I felt different. I felt like, you know, cleansed and energised. And, um, yeah, so that, you know, that made me really curious as well. And I guess the whole time I've just been following my curiosity and not trying to let, you know, um, the bigger picture get too much in the way of the future and just go, okay, yeah, Reiki really interests me. I want to learn it. And that's just kind of how I've done it. Love it. So just following the breadcrumbs on what feels most relevant to you at the time. It's kind of how you yeah. ended up in, in this moment right now. So it clearly, like for me, just kind of like reflecting back to you, there's this clear desire to like help people and share all of the transformational uh, benefits that you've experienced uh, through this process. So what I'm curious about is, you know, as you're stepping into this new role, what do you feel like are, you know, some of the challenges that you're encountering in creating that 10K norm for yourself? Yeah, thank you. Um, so I feel like my biggest challenge um, is like a mindset game. I feel like every time I, um, I have, you know, a block, if you want to call it that, um, that it's got to do with mindset and the inner, the inner work. You know, I feel like you can learn about, you know, email marketing. You can learn about all that kind of stuff um, pretty easily even though, you know, in my business, I did start off doing those types of courses where I, I got the information. But then as I went on, I found that it was fear that was stopping me from moving forward, not the knowledge that I had acquired from the business courses. So um, it was, yeah, it was really the, the inner work that I had to work on. And I found that every time I did do, um, because I'm always practicing this kind of stuff, um, I found, and I like to do different things too. Um, I found that, yeah, if I would try something new, I would find my confidence just grew that little bit and I could do a little bit more and put myself out there a little bit more and a little bit more each time I did the inner work. So, yeah, for me, it's about, yeah, I guess fear of being seen and, um, you know, maybe like a bit of lack of confidence as well. Um, yeah those two got it and thank you for sharing that because they are two very common ones and the, the mm -hmm. how they manifest personally will depend person to person 
but the grand kind of um, umbrella uh, issue does uh, oftentimes fall into that. So I appreciate you being on here and, you know, sharing that and, and leading with that. And um, what I would just want to reflect back to you is this sentiment that in some ways you're kind of ahead of the game than a lot of other people, which is, you know, I always say it's seldom do we have like marketing problems. We have personal problems that show up in our marketing. Mm. Right? So it's not yeah. necessarily the, do I do a webinar? Do I send to my email list? What do I post on Instagram, et cetera? Like the mechanics of all those pieces are certainly important and they need to be addressed but their ability to be addressed is going to be extremely proportional to our ability to actually show up fully in them and have the right energy going uh, into them, right? So like, it's similar to lifestyle change, right? Like all diets can technically work, but it's, you know, mm -hmm. why isn't the, the, the right things like being done? That's the bigger issue than, you know, whether you're going to be vegan or you're going to go paleo or you're going to go keto or you're going to go some combination thereof. It's like, why isn't the right things getting onto the plate? The, the mechanics oftentimes become easy once we overcome the, you know, emotional issues. Like if I eat emotionally, then it, it doesn't matter what the plan is. I'm not going to be able to stick to it. Same thing with the marketing piece. It doesn't matter, you know, what my marketing plan is or what the message is, or if I know my avatar, if what's behind that is like the fear and, and all those aspects, um, which is why it's, it's a big tenant of the 10K norm, like the movement and the program, et cetera. So just before I go on, how does all of that land for you? Yeah, definitely. I totally agree. And that's what I see in myself. Yeah. Awesome. So in that case, because you have done a lot of the work and you have been able to identify a lot of the things you mentioned, okay, so fear being seen, the confidence piece, the mindset piece. So mm. let's get a little bit more specific. Like what is it um, about those particular instances that stands out for you? Um, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, just the, the fear of being seen is quite, yeah, quite real for me. Um, <clears throat> I mean, coming on this podcast here, I've, I've, you know, again, I've just taken that little step you know, that, um, and I've done that in a work that got me here, <laughs> I guess, because, you know, talking a few months ago, there's no way. Um, and so, yeah, I guess just, you've got to keep going, you know, with, with this kind of stuff, with the mindset stuff. Absolutely. And I was going to mm. mention that piece that, you know, if it keeps coming back to fear of being seen, the virtue yeah. of volunteering to do an experience, <laughs> I think is, is, is a massive step in that direction. So, mm. you know, even just before we dive into that, I think, you know, give yourself the, the, the grace and the pat on the back for like, hey, I, I, I did a thing that wasn't exactly the most comfortable. <laughs> so kudos you. to you on that one. You're very welcome. Um, okay. So the, the, the fear of being seen. So I guess my next question then would be, if you were seen for who you are, then how would you complete that sentence? Um, I think like what's coming to me is um, in my younger days, you know, I used to have a lot of brain fog and, um, you know, I think what would happen was I would kind of say silly things and I think that was all, you know, kind of 
health related and whatever was going on inside my body that um, wasn't, you know, very productive. And I found that after clearing, you know, changing my diet and, you know, starting to feel better now that my mind is more clear and I don't say silly things anymore, but maybe I feel like that's still me. And so then, you know, um, if I put myself out there, what if I look silly? What if I embarrass myself? Because I kind of felt like that a lot growing up because of health issues that I had. Got it. So if mm. I authentically show up, I risk being silly. Yeah, I guess. Or feeling yeah embarrassed that yeah, I might do something yeah that or say right. something that's really silly and kind of just. Okay, so if you have to summarize it into one statement, what, what, what would the statement be that encompasses it? Yeah, that I would embarrass myself and like look, you know, foolish. Got it. So showing up means I would look foolish. Would that be accurate or no? Um, yeah, but not, yeah, something like that. Okay. Um, you, and you refine it, right? It's your statement. I'm just kind of trying to get to the core of it. So you can uh, mm. let me know what resonates or doesn't. Well, also, I find that in my, you know, in a journey, I found that a lot of things always come back to what other people think. So that's all also a really big piece for me is always worried about what other people will think. It's, it, it kind of feels like all roads lead to that for me. <laughs> Got it. Got it. So, yeah. Okay, so let's just then go through uh, the same bit. And I guess what I'm trying to, both for your context and for the people listening, so what I would want to see is kind of what is the core statement that we can attract that kind of encompasses the the fear, right? So is how, how would you word it in your own words? Well, I guess um, we could say something like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm scared to show up because um, I'm frightened of what people will think of me. I think that feels pretty, like, it feels like a core belief. Okay. Okay, so I'm just writing this down. Mm -hmm. So I'm scared to show up because I'm frightened of what people will think of me. So that rings yeah. for you? That feels good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. I'm glad we're there. Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever gone through uh, the process of inquiry, like have you ever heard of um, or done like Brian or uh, Byron Katie's work? Um, I'm not sure, but I do, I do follow someone that um, likes Byron Katie's work. So it could be the same thing. Is this like trying to find a core belief and you keep going and you keep going until you find it? Or? Uh, th that would be part of it. And I think we've kind of started that process already. This is more about mm -hmm. not questioning the, the thought, like inquiring, you know, where is my attachment to it that's not giving me peace? So are you okay, okay if we kind of dive into that piece and walk through it? Yeah, of course. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. So I'm scared to show up because I'm frightened of what people will think of me. Is that absolutely true at all times? Uh, no, not at all times. Okay. And what evidence do you have that it's not true all the time? Um, 
Well, I've been posting on Instagram for at least a year now and, um, and you know, no one's come out and said, oh, my God, you're so silly or, <laughs> or anything like that. Got it. So no one has actually come out to hate on you. It's yeah, actually no. been okay. Yeah, it's been fine. Yeah. Perfect. So how do you react when you think the thought, I'm scared to show up because I'm frightened what people will think of me? What was that? Sorry. So how do you like, how do you react? What, what are the actions you take? How do you feel in general? How do you react when you think the thought I'm scared to show up because I'm frightened of what people will think of me? Um, well, I guess some of the stuff I talk about is a bit woo woo. So that, that kind of um, frightens me as well when I want to say something that's a bit out there and <clears throat> Like even just, I think yesterday or something, a friend of ours was saying, yeah, I see what you post on Instagram, but that's so alien to me. So, you know, like there's, there's that, um, which it's not negative And like, I totally understand because I used to be there too. So I get that. But, um, but yeah, that kind of makes me feel like, oh, it makes me like shy to yeah, to put myself out there with that kind of woo-woo stuff. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like I contract and, um, yeah. yeah, what else? That's all I can think of at the moment. Okay, so there's kind of this element of <clears throat> when I think the thought, I'm scared to show up because I'm frightened of what people will think of me, the response is, I maybe dilute what I say. I don't say it as loudly or as frequently. I contract. I start getting shy. I start to question, you know, people's responses. And is this the right thing to do? Is it not? Like, would all that be accurate? Yeah, definitely. Sometimes I don't post anything because like I'll, I'll think of something and I feel really excited about it at the time. And then say I didn't get around to posting it and maybe like, you know, a couple of days later, I'll go, oh, yeah, I was supposed to post that. And and then I'm like, oh, I can't <laughs> because, yeah, maybe it's too too out there or whatever. Got too it. Different. An mm. element of like self-censorship there as well. It's not even the other people yeah, that are telling sure. you stop saying this. It's you, you are the one that's saying it. Yeah. Got it. Okay, perfect. Anything else with regards to how you respond? No, I think that's it. And yeah, just kind of feeling small when I, I don't follow through or um, yeah, when I have those thoughts, I just feel like I contract and go, go in, but in a, in a negative sort of way. Got yeah. it. So I contract, I'm smaller, basically yeah. I'm my light is, is some iterations of that is what it comes down to. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So who would you be without the thought, I'm scared to show up because I'm frightened of what people will think of me? Yeah, I mean, I could be, you know, the grandest version of myself if I, if I lost that. So if you didn't think the thought and you didn't have that attachment to it, 
who would you be in the moment before posting? Well, I would be um, because I have felt like this, excited to share, um, like a feeling like I should share as well, like I need to share it. Um, I feel bigger and stronger and more myself and, yeah, more in touch with my purpose, um, more connected to source. beautiful place to be right like yeah (laughs) yeah for sure awesome so one of the the last kind of pieces of this is now not just exploring the the thought itself but then also beginning to turn it around and to begin to explore in what ways does my attachment to it exist in what ways do i attach to it and Oftentimes this happens in a turnaround. And in this instance, because the statement is about you, um, we want to turn around the statement by replacing like I or me or myself with like my thoughts or or my thinking. So Mm -hmm. if you were to turn around the statement, I'm scared to show up because I'm frightened of what people will think of me. How might you turn that around? Yeah, okay, so we could say um, there's a part of me that is scared to show up. Because? Um, Because I'm frightened of what people will think. Okay, and if you turn around people, what might you turn that around to? Um, Others? (laughs) I'm not sure. So if you turn people back to yourself all right the reflection thing mm-hmm. Correct. so yeah. try the same statement again with the that turnaround and see how it lands um there's a part of me that is um scared of what i i think of myself does that feel as true or truer than the original statement yeah, that kind of makes me feel emotional. So I feel like that's um, that's really correct. Yeah. That's really powerful. Yeah, that's usually mm. w- when it hits. <laughs> it's kind yeah. of reliable, right? I, I, I know yeah. that really well. Um, so I'm going to, I totally believe you, like that that is much truer. I'm just going to throw out a few more for the sake of example and just exploring this a bit deeper. Sure. But it's you know, my thoughts are scared to show up or my thinking is afraid to show up because I'm frightened of what I'll think of me. Hmm. How does that land for you? Yeah, it's kind of, um, yeah, the same, I guess, as before. Like, Correct. Hmm. Mm. And I'm just reflecting my own version, but it's whatever is the most true for you. That's the most relevant. So, you know, if it's what you said, by all means, that's the one we're going to stick to. Um, I just forgot to write it down. So oh, well, <laughs> I, I don't know the exact. Yeah. Name. They're kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah, but it's, yeah, no, it was the same. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So what's coming up for you then? Um, 
Well, my first instinct was to feel like crying. So releasing that, I guess. Um, so, yeah, and normally when I get strong um, <clears throat> feelings like that, I feel more that it's true. Um, yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel feel a bit um, sad <laughs> that I feel like that about myself. Yeah. And for that sad part of you, what would you like to say to it? Um, that I'm sorry that I kept you so small um, and, yeah, shrunk you and didn't listen um, and didn't get to the deeper meaning of it. Um, yeah, that, that makes me feel better now that I've said sorry. I feel like it's just kind of shifted. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. Mm. That it, it certainly feels that way from the outside looking in. Yeah. Um, and what I would want to reflect back is like who you are in your essence without this additional you know, inner critic or however you want to call the thought, mm -hmm. right? I'm the grandest version of me. I'm excited to share. Like I need to share. I'm bigger. I'm stronger. I'm my full self. I'm purpose-driven. I'm, I'm connected to source. Like that is who you are. That mm -hmm. is the part of you that while sometimes gets pushed into the background is the core that drives you forward regardless, right? But it is the attachment mm -hmm. to the thought, right? And in the 10K Norm program, we talk about this as like thought management. It's an emotional management. It's understanding that that protective piece, the judgment piece, because it's hardwired into the body, it goes first, right? But yeah. it's our higher self that has final say, but it does mm -hmm. go second. But if we attach to what goes first, right? So the first thing, because it's been default for so long, is I'm scared to show up because I'm frightened of what people will think of me. That That's an easier mask than to say, I'm frightened of what I'm going to think of me if I show up. Because everything mm -hmm. that you mentioned with regards to your reactions to play small and the actual reality reactions that you've gotten have actually not been negative at all. But you yeah. prejudged yourself. Why? Right? Because that, that, that's what we've repeated for so long. But as long as we continue to attach to it, you miss the part of you that is the, the full true essence. So how does all of that land yeah. you? Yeah, I feel like I resonate well with that. Mm -hmm. Good. And when you now look at, you know, your own next steps to show up, what, what comes up for you? I feel like because we had this conversation and we, because, you know, you broke it down for me. Thank you, by the way, <laughs> um, that, you know, the next time I have, you know, an idea that I want to share, um, even if it's, you know, very different thinking to what most people think that I will remember this um, and, you know, think of that. Um, I think that'll be, you know, in the front of my mind that I'll go, oh, 
okay, this is just a thought and I don't believe this thought anymore and I'm going to change my thought and change my action. Correct. And I'm so glad that you bring that up because one of the, you know, things that we also go through, because basically with regards to like the way that 10K norm is set up, it's we spent the first phase going through how to self-regulate, which is basically how do I learn to self-coach my way through processes like these so that Mm -hmm. when it does come to that stage where I do have to post, I do have to execute on the marketing when the resistance does come up, because as you see it, it's guaranteed to come up. I have the tools in the toolbox and I practice them. You know, it's been facilitated. I know what to do with them. Then I can quickly like reverse that collapse the time that it takes for me to work through it and then actually execute, you know, on the thing. Um, so yeah. that's why I'm glad you, you bring that up because it's okay. Now, next time I know I can just choose another thought and that is kind of the next mm-hmm. step where, okay. So if I'm the one prejudging myself and that thought isn't actually hundred percent true, I can choose thoughts that serve me. And in the moment, practice embodying those so that it's kind of a natural like all of our results can ultimately be traced back to the thoughts that we were Mm. thinking why because we're going to elicit the emotion that we're going to feel and that emotion is going to elicit an action that action is correlated with a result that we get so given that what is a better thought that you could embody Well, um, I could say, um, I mean, you know, in my mind I would be thinking, okay, I've got resistance to posting because I'm scared of what I think of myself. Well, a part of me is scared of what I think of myself Um, and therefore, you know, um, I choose choose differently. I choose... um, to believe in myself and trust my my instincts and my intuition that if I feel that what I want to put out there is is good content, then I will do so. And when you compare how that feels to the previous thought, what's the difference? Yeah, I feel um, I feel bigger and. My heart feels more open, um, kind of feel lighter as well. Um, Yeah, and stronger. Mm. Basically, the, the list of things that you mentioned on who would you be if you weren't thinking the frightened thought. Mm, Yeah. Right. So what you've just experienced there is the like this feeling of who I am naturally. Yeah. Resonates and works and aligns with that thought that I just had. So the more that I can practice that thought, the more I actually stay embodied in this state. Yeah, definitely. Perfect. So as you now go forward into your, uh, posting and showing up journey what do you think is going to be different well yeah like I said I guess I'm definitely you know this conversation and 
and our discoveries will definitely be on the forefront. And so um, every time, yeah, I feel like, oh, I'm contracting and, and not, you know, and hesitant, yeah, I will think about um, this and, and know that it's just bullshit <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, and do what I need to do, you know. Love it. Well, I think, uh, yeah, whenever you can laugh at it and call it for what it is, which is what <laughs> I think uh, <laughs> we've made a transition. So kudos to you for, uh, you know, going through that and going through it very quickly, actually. Thank uh, you. Thanks, Jackson. Thanks for, um, you know, helping me through it. Absolutely. That's what yeah. uh, that's what the show's about. So just to kind of confirm then, uh, do you feel like closure with this or is there anything else that that's popping up? Um, yeah, I, I do feel closure in one way. Um, but yeah, I just, the thought of, you know, um, I guess you always hear like, oh, video is good for business, you know, now, nowadays and, you know, get on Insta live or Facebook lives or whatever. Um, and yeah, that still scares me, but I think it'll just be a, a process, you know, like I don't need to go from zero to a hundred and, I kind of like to do that sometimes, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that kind of, you know, I guess going through this, it's like, oh, what do I have to do all the things now? And I'm just trying to tell myself now, no, I don't. I just go slowly with it. So, yeah. So I think I feel, I feel good. Perfect. It's like Thank you answered you. your own question at that point. You're, you're, yeah. You're... I just needed to <laughs> not through that. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So again, floors open. If there is anything else coming up, I'm more than happy to handle it. If you feel closure with this, um, that's cool as well. So what's, uh, what's most true for you in this moment? Yeah, I feel good about it. I feel good moving forward, but yeah, I can move forward. Awesome. Love it. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you for bravely coming on here, especially when the fear was showing up. I think this is now (laughs) getting emotional in public is the epitome of that. So, you know, this is definitely something that I hope you take and, you know, are proud of. Um, The final thing that I would just open up the floor for is, you know, how can people find more about you? Who is it the ideal person to work with you what are all of your links all of that good stuff the floor is yours yeah thank you so um yeah you can find me on instagram at tanya arkin t-a-n-i-a-a-h-k-i-n um, that's where i show up the most um, the people that i mainly serve are women um, i deal with preconception as well Um, and you know so fertility preparation and things like that um, hormone health um, and then general chronic illness as well Um, I've just released a package um, mind body spirit fusion that um, I was working on for a little bit so I just yeah excited to combine um, yeah not only just the diet piece where we focus a lot on but um, yeah but you know, mindset, just like we did today and um, connecting to spirit or whatever you want to connect to some kind of higher source. Um, And that can be yourself. So, yeah. 
Love it. Well, we'll have all of those details uh, in the show notes as always. Uh, Tanya, thank you very much for coming on here so bravely. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll close that off a little bit quicker than usual, but that's okay. And uh, we'll see everybody <laughs> on the next one.